Do you consider yourself a high achiever? Smart, driven, highly successful? I am so excited to have you. My name is Julia Arndt and I'm the host of the Stress Podcast. I will help you develop your stress resilience the same way you've developed your workplace superpowers. Learn peak performance tools to thrive at work and in your personal life. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome back to Stressed, the podcast to develop your next workplace superpower. My name is Julia Arndt, and I am the host of this podcast, and I'm very excited to have you join today, because today we are going to talk about how you can master the current crisis. Man, it's been such a crazy week. It's been such a crazy last couple of weeks, I'm sure, for all of us. I have trained over 400 people in two weeks alone in order to help them understand how they can navigate through this change and also share with them best practices on how they can work from home during this crisis and still be productive and remove distractions because I know that many of you are having a lot of issues and challenges at the moment because not only are you asked to work from home but you also have um, your family at home, your husband or your wife at home, your kids at home, maybe even your parents at home and um, on the other hand maybe you have roommates at home or you are being alone and isolated. So no matter what the situation is we have to cope with a new situation and I am not going to talk about really um, isolation and social distancing today. So if you are interested to learn more about what you can do when you're currently feeling isolated and lonely, make sure that you're checking out my last episode from I think two weeks ago that's on social distancing isolation and loneliness and I'm already going to say a disclaimer here as well if you hear some dogs bark in the background today um, please ignore it <laughs> I'm doing also everything simultaneously at the moment um, I'm having a couple of construction workers at home I'm having three dogs at home I have my dog Izzy and then also we got a puppy four weeks ago for those of you that haven't heard yet and um, his name is Kobe he is pretty mellow and he's usually not the one who's barking he's usually sleeping um, except if he needs to go to the bathroom <laughs> then he's going to let me know which is great for a 10 week old puppy and then um, my fiance went out um, on her snowmobile this morning with his brother and his brother has a dog as well so I have currently three dogs in the house and as soon as one dog starts to bark the other ones will chime in as well so I'm already apologizing for that I'm trying to to manage everything as best as I can and I'm trying to also not get distracted and go about all of the things that I want to get done in order to support you my community with all of the things that are going on at the moment so thanks for understanding so yeah, so it's been an incredibly busy two weeks for me. I have been offering free workshops for companies and individuals on these two topics, how to navigate ambiguity and how to work from home. And it's been really fantastic. I feel like my voice is starting to be um, impacted, which is really funny. And it brings me back to the years where I started working for Google because in the first year when I worked at Google, I was an account manager and I had a book of business of 250 advertisers per quarter and I was literally on the phone for six to eight hours a day talking and um, it was really fun it was an amazing experience and good thing I've had this experience because now I'm literally catapulted back to this time and I am talking 
four to six hours a day in one-to-one -one coaching sessions as well as trainings for teams. And my voice has been suffering a little bit. Honestly, I've been drinking tea with honey over the last couple of days and I went to bed at eight o'clock yesterday because I felt exhausted. It takes a lot of my energy um, and I'm trying to take care of myself, of course, and practice what I'm preaching during this time as well because it's, wow, it's overwhelming and there's a lot of things going on and I'm, of course, listening to a lot of people's um, problems and challenges and um, difficulties and I'm trying to help as best as I can and as a highly sensitive person if you want to learn more about that subject I did a podcast about this as well um, I am really trying to get my energy back to to where it belongs um, and um, yeah so it's been a really interesting time for me as well and um, obviously you know, all of the things that I'm talking about, you can always find all of the information in the show notes as well. And um, I will link to you as well the um, training that I have and that I'm currently offering to companies. And um, one thing that I want to share as well with you before we're jumping into today's training, uh, into today's training, see, I already talk about um, the trainings that I have, of course, into today's podcast. And then before that, I want to share with you that I am so, so, so excited about this. So I have decided to start a group coaching as well. I've never done this. This is an absolute new thing for me. It is a pilot, but because I've been training so many people and because I want to help you stay consistent and disciplined, I have decided to start a group coaching group Yeah, of just a multicultural um, mix of people. So a lot of people from different backgrounds, different um, countries, different companies are going to join this. I have already over 25 signups, which I'm so excited about. And um, in this group coaching, we are going to talk about your goals, because what I want to help you with, one of the things that I know is the biggest challenge and struggle for everyone at the moment is to set goals and to be consistent and disciplined with them. Because when we are creating new habits, when we are setting new goals for ourselves, it is sometimes really, really difficult to walk this path on our own. And there's a lot of research that suggests that if you have a success partner, if you have an accountability buddy, your, your chance to be successful and your chance to succeed is 95% higher than if you're doing it by yourself. And I'm sure that this is also the reason why, you know, physical therapy or, um, Hiring a personal trainer, hiring a coach, hiring a therapist, all these different professions are so successful because we are holding people accountable to do the things that we know are good for them. So I have decided to do a group coaching. If you are interested, I'm going to link this in the show notes as well. I would love to have you. This is your chance to finally interact with me if you have been listening to the podcast over a while. Um, at the moment, the group coaching is for free. Um, and as I mentioned, it's a 30-minute call every Wednesday morning. It is not recorded. It's really just for us to interact with each other and to check in on what are your goals? What are you trying to achieve? What are your wins? What are your challenges? I'm also going to create once a month a little bit of a training session where I'm going to share new content, new knowledge, and I'm going to lead you through some exercises in order to really help you set you up for success 
Be inspired, be motivated to keep going. You don't know how much power it has to share um, the, the struggles and the wins that we have with other people and have each other be our cheerleaders. So I'm very excited about tomorrow morning. I'm very excited to get this started. And if you are listening to this show, um, you know, in, in midweek, midweek April, and then we have probably already had the first session. But if you still want to sign up, I would really love to see you there. So make sure that you check that out. So, all right. So how to master this current crisis is today's podcast episode and topic. And I've been thinking about doing this because honestly, I am starting to get tired about people that are complaining and that are struggling with the current situation. How are you feeling about this? Um, I don't want to discourage or discredit what people are going through at the moment, but it is really hard to hear how people are struggling and it is not really healthy for us to have all of this negative news and media input at the moment. So I'm really, really strict with myself and I'm really limiting all of the media consumption um, for myself because I know that it's go just going to set me up for worrying and being in fear and being in anxiety, being distracted of all of the things that I have to take care of at the moment. And I want to encourage you to do the same. So if you are still feeling like you're currently in a state of kind of freak out mode, right? Oh my God, what is going on? Um, what should I do? Um, how can I shift? How can I pivot? Um, everything has changed. You know, maybe you have lost your job. Maybe you're building a business at the moment and you don't really know in which direction to go next. Maybe you work for a company um, and all of the projects that you have at the company have shifted as well. And there's a really big question mark on what is next. Let me tell you, this is a very normal reaction that you have at the moment because your nervous system is always looking out for danger and when there's change in our life our nervous system always um, considers this as a threat because our brain loves the normal state and as soon as something is changing we are kind of ringing the alarm bells because we're like oh my god what is going on and what we do then what happens when we are in that state of threat is that we are reacting with distraction, with fear, with anxiety, and it doesn't matter if it is a physical or psychological threat. So even if you're just listening or watching the news at the moment, and if you are constantly um, consuming media and you hear about the number of COVID cases, the number of deaths, um, the number of people that are currently applying for unemployment, all of these different things, that is super scary and um, it really distracts us from the things that we should be focusing on, that I believe that we should be focusing on. Because what we really have to do, consciously decide during this time, is that we have to go out and we have to be conscious about what we can control and what we cannot control. Right? Because... Honestly, we cannot control that COVID-19 is happening. We are in the midst of it. So let's stop talking about all of the bad things that are happening. Let's stop complaining about all of the things that have shifted and have changed. And let's focus on the things that we can control and that we have power over. And um, yeah, this is really an invitation to shift your perspective and to go into a different mindset because 
we can all do that. Uh, I actually have a book here right behind me, um, Carol Dweck Mindset. She talks about the fixed mindset and the growth mindset. And I have talked, I know, in my podcast episodes about the mindset before and about how we can intentionally shift our thinking. And so today, and in this first part of today's podcast episode, I want to invite you to shift your perspective. It is not healthy to stay in that stress state. You know that. If you have been listening to my podcasts, you know that when you are in the stress state, all of your main bodily functions, your immune system, your cardiovascular system, and your cardio... No, sorry. Let me say this again. Um, <laughs> see, I'm already. I, it's already in the afternoon today. I've already had three or four trainings and a couple of one-to-ones as well. So I've been having a really busy day. And usually, I'm recording all of this in the morning. And so today, I'm challenged, but I am trying to to stay focused. And I'm just making it more natural and authentic as well, because at the end of the day, I'm also just a human being um, struggling with all of these different things. So we were talking about which systems are impacted. So we have the cardiovascular system, the immune system and the digestive system. They are all really important. And when we are in the stress state, those systems are reduced and slowed down because our bodies are distracted and are trying to make sense of what is going on. And as you all know, of course, at the moment, what is really, really important is that we are protecting our immune system because we all want to stay healthy and we also want to protect the people that are in our closest environment right because it means that if we are getting sick we have to get quarantined and all these different things you know what i'm talking about so we want to be really mindful that we are protecting ourselves and with that it also comes it's not just about physical safety it's also about mental safety so how can you protect yourself how can you protect your mental state and how can you stop worrying and stop wondering what is next and moving and shifting your mindset to what in this situation can I control? And this also has put me back today and I'm very nostalgic today. I've been working a lot with Google Teams as well. So, <laughs> so I'm very in, in the Google bubble at the moment. But, you know, it's been putting me back to this huge decision that I had to make one and a half years ago um, when I went to the doctor and got a medical leave for burnout but also when I made the huge decision in my life to leave Google, to leave the company I had been working for for seven and a half years, to leave a stable paycheck, to leave a stable job and go out in this crazy world of an entrepreneur. And that was a really scary time and it was a huge decision and I had to make this decision at some point. I had to move forward. It was really not easy. It was a difficult decision, but I made the decision. And, you know, a lot of people before I made this decision told me, you know, when a new, when one door closes, the next one opens. And, you know, there's all these cheesy things that people are saying in order to make you feel a little bit better about a big decision that you have to make in your life. But now that I have gone through this decision and that I have made the decision, I have been my own um, CEO or the, the founder of my company for a little bit more than a year. I can tell you with so much confidence and with so much inspiration that so many doors have opened for me when I closed the Google door. Um, and I wouldn't have believed it. And you know, it's it's such a scary thing to do. And again, our brain, our, our brain is responding to it with threat because it is something different to the normal state. So we have to kind of sometimes 
take that leap and make this jump and get out of our comfort zone. And today I want to invite you to do the same. I encourage you to take a piece of paper right now when you're listening to this podcast or when you're watching this episode and think about what can you control in this situation? What do you need to let go of? Because there's certainly something that you can let go of, no matter if it is worries, fears, um, maybe... Um, what else can you let go of? Sorry, I'm distracted by my dog barking outside. You can let go of fears, you can let go of worries, you can let go of listening to the news or watching the news on a, on a daily basis because what we are hearing is actually already in the past if you think about it all of the things that they are communicating have already happened and it is somewhat impacting our life but does it really help you to stay in that state how much time and energy are you currently spending on worrying and about reading the news and getting distracted by that and then feeling unmotivated and unproductive right it has it's kind of this vicious cycle of things so instead i want you to get into action mode i want you to start thinking about what can i do in this situation what do i have control over you have control over how much media you're consuming you have control over having a conversation um, with your loved ones that are maybe buried and that are, are kind of maybe sharing those fears that they have. They share them with you and then you take them on as well. Um, and I can give you a perfect example about that because I have planned my wedding for June 2020 and at the moment I am talking on a regular basis with my family in Germany but also with my family here in Lake Tahoe um, and everybody's always asking me what about the wedding plans and what about your family what if they can't come um, from Europe to your wedding in June what if the travel ban hasn't been lifted I talked to my mom the other day and she said to me did you hear that Donald Trump um, just extended the, tra the, the travel ban from Europe to the US for an unlimited period of time? Oh my God, what are we going to do? And I said to her mom, there's absolutely nothing we can do because it is something that we have no control over. We have no idea how long this is going to last. And I do not want to spend my time to worry about this thing. I can't plan anything at the moment and it's totally okay. I'm sitting back and I'm relaxing because maybe in two months the situation will be completely different. So I invite you to do the same. I have really, you know, fortunately I have this healthy mindset at the moment um, because I have to train a lot of people and I have to instill this hope and this motivation and inspiration into a lot of people and I really deeply enjoy doing that. Um, and I want to encourage you to do the same. And to think about what is something that I'm spending time on at the moment that I should be letting go because we don't know what is going to happen in the summertime or in the wintertime or in one month from now or in two months from now. We don't know. And if we are occupying our time on worries and, you know, and that energy, it's, it's not good for us. It's not good for you. So please write down when you have a piece of paper right now in front of you, write down what can you do? What is something that you can influence? What is something that you've always wanted to do? What is something that you are really passionate about? Or if you are having a business, um, think about what does your audience need right now? What do they need to hear? Um, and sometimes, 
exactly what we need to hear the most is also what our audience needs to hear the most because oftentimes we're attracting very similar profiles and people <laughs> to us and that's at least my experience and I've heard that from a lot of other people as well. So what do you need to hear the most and create something that people need. Be scrappy. This is the, not the time to be perfect. This is the time to go out and pilot and do new things like I'm doing right now. I'm just throwing all of this content out and I'm, you know, and I'm seeing so much success with it, which is so exciting. And I'm starting this group coaching and I'm having so much to do, but it is good because it keeps me busy and it helps me to move my business forward. It moves my business into a, a direction I wouldn't have thought of three weeks ago, but it is it is going in a new direction and I'm really excited about it. And if you only just start to let go of the control that you would like to have, because at the moment we cannot have control. And um, if you would just let go of, you know, that expectation that everything needs to be perfect, everything needs to look perfect, then you can start to create and then you can really enjoy the process as well. As, as I am sitting here right now and I can be super relaxed about having my dogs bark outside the door and maybe not sitting in the perfect light or having the perfect audio or whatever, it is what it is. And this is the beauty about um, when we are shifting into this growth mindset, we can relax into um, things that that are just there, that are our current state, our new normal. And we can focus on creation and creativity and doing things that we're enjoying. You know, I had a conversation with a friend two weeks ago. We did a happy hour um, on FaceTime. She had a glass of wine. I had a glass of wine and we we're catching up because we couldn't see each other um, because we we're social, socially distancing ourselves at the moment and we're all being careful. And, you know, we were talking about how long is this going to last? And one of the things that she said that really, really stuck with me and that um, really resonated with me was she said I think we're probably going to stay there in this a little bit longer because I don't think that we have really learned anything from the current situation and if we would just be going back to the normal if we would just be going back now into all of the things that we have been doing before then we haven't learned anything from this crisis and I don't think that this is the goal of the coronavirus. Um, and that might be a little bit spiritual and out there, but I actually believe that. I actually think that, yes, if we would all just go back now, we would all scramble like crazy, right? We would have so much to do. We would be so busy, um, but we also wouldn't really have learned anything. At the moment, what do people learn that I work with? that they have to take care of their well-being, that our life is not optimized, that we are not really, that we haven't really learned how to manage our time, no matter if we are in the office or at home. But now, because we are having these extra challenges, it is even harder to kind of shift and to optimize. So this is, this is a really big chance for a lot of people to rethink their lifestyle, I believe. It is a big chance for you to rethink your lifestyle. Um, and it is a big chance for you to, to build something because there will be businesses that are not going to survive, which is really, really sad. But there will also be businesses that are going to thrive right now because they are going to shift quicker than the rest. They are going to understand really, really quickly that the only thing that they have control over right now is how they are going to react to the current situation. And this is really how you master this crisis. 
please take this word, take these words today with you and um, reflect on what you can do in order to shift, what you can do to influence your well-being. As you know, I'm always talking about that. What can you do to take care of yourself? Is it to drink tea with honey or to go bed at eight o'clock in the evening in order to rest your voice and make sure that you're taking care of yourself? Or is it to work a couple of hours of overnight time or over overtime or night shifts um, in order to get something out there that you're really passionate about and that you feel like would help a lot of people. Um, no matter what it is, I totally believe in you and I know that you can master this crisis with the right mindset. It all starts with the right mindset and then we can talk about a couple of different tools of course as well, but it starts all with the right mindset. With being resilient, with bouncing back from this crisis quicker than other people do. And you really have the power, you have that decision power, and that gives you a lot of power to influence how you want to live your life. So this is the very first invitation that I want to share with you on how to master the crisis. And then the second thing, no matter if you are working for a company or you have your own company, um, I would lo love to talk today a little bit about the peak performance method. Something I have told you a couple of weeks ago that I have created this and I have rebranded my, in fact, my whole company name to the peak performance method, but it has become so much more important than ever for me to talk about this. And I'm very excited to tell you a couple of different tools and to give you an introduction into the peak performance method as well, because not only have I created the peak performance method only in the month of February, but when I started to create the specific trainings for working from home and I created this list of all of the things that I want to talk about, I realized that the peak performance method perfectly fits all of these different dimensions that I have decided to put into the method in order to help you create an incredible life, an incredibly productive powerful, beautiful life. So the peak performance method is a three-dimensional model. And if you are a more of a visual person, either um, check out my podcast episode. Um, I'm going on, on YouTube. I'm going to ask my editors to put a picture of the peak performance in this section here so you can look at it when I'm explaining it. Um, or you can also head over to my website. I will make sure to put the um, link in the show notes there as well so you can see what the peak performance model and method actually looks like. So the peak performance method, a three-dimensional model, it has three dimensions and you have to envision it now if you're just listening to it and you don't have a picture in front of you, that um, you have three different triangles, one triangle that is pointing down, that is our basic needs dimension. In the basic needs dimension, I'm covering things like routines, self-care and values. I'm going to talk more about these specific things in more detail over the course of the next podcast episodes, but I just want you to start thinking about, okay, what goes into each um, bracket and into each dimension. When we are working from home, this basic needs dimension is your home. It is how you start your day, how you end your day, how to get ready for work and how you transition from work to home even when you are working from home, because this is really important. This is something that I had to learn really, really early on when I started to work from home, 
because I needed to leave my house at the end of the day. My house is my office. I am here all day long. And if I don't go outside at the end of the day, I'm going crazy. I need some fresh air. I need some movement. My head needs it. My body needs it. And it helps me definitely sleep better at the end of the day as well. And it helps me shift my focus back from work mode to home mode. So that is the basic needs dimension. The second dimension in the peak performance method is the um, work dimension. It is how you increase your productivity. And it is the first triangle that is going upwards, that's showing upwards. Um, and in the peak performance method, I am talking about time management, setting boundaries and expectation management. In my opinion, honestly, the most important things that nobody has ever taught us. We have not learned it from our parents. I would be surprised. Send me an email if you have. <laughs> we have not learned it in school, no matter if in elementary, in high school or in college. And nobody at work has taught us how to manage our time, how to create daily priorities, how to manage our schedule and how to set boundaries. And these are by far the most important things that you should know and that you should apply on a daily basis in order to be productive and focused throughout the day. And in order to be really clear on when are you working and when are you off work. So the work dimension is by far my favorite dimension as well because I know that it blows people's minds when I talk about it. And it is something that there's probably a big question mark on at the beginning when I start telling people, you know that you shouldn't be in meetings all day long and then come home and work on the projects that you actually have to get done. You should be getting your stuff done during the day. And even if you're working from home at the moment and you are having kids at home, there is a way how to manage your time and your schedule in such a productive way that you can get all of these things done. I truly believe that and I believe that with so much conviction because I am working with my clients through exactly these methods and they're applying it to their life and they're feeling so much better and they're having this eye-opening moment of, ooh, I actually control my calendar. It doesn't have to be all these other people that are constantly scheduling time on my calendar. It is. It has to be me because I always have the power. I always have and the possibility to make a decision of, do I need this meeting or do I not? So the work dimension, by far the most important dimension, we are going to talk a lot about it. There's a lot of YouTube videos on my YouTube channel as well on how to set boundaries, how to manage your time. You know, I have the time management course as well. There's a lot of ways for you to learn how to manage your time. I'm trying to share with you a lot in the podcast and I would of course love to see you as well on any of the other platforms so I can start helping you manage your life. Because if we don't manage our time, we are not capable of having a successful productive life either. Um, so the work dimension is the second dimension in the peak performance method. And then finally, we have the personal development dimension, also called reach your peak. Because I truly believe, and you know, I have been talking about personal development as well over the last couple of episodes. It is important that you understand yourself. We are doing that in the basic needs dimension. And then the personal development dimension goes a little bit. It's like kind of that advanced training, right? It's about 
mindset. It's about emotional intelligence. It's about resilience. It's about forgiveness. It's about understanding your limiting beliefs. It's understanding your fears. It's understanding where you come from, the experiences that you have made in the childhood that have shaped you as the person that you are today. And um, once we have that, once we understand who we are, right, the more we understand ourselves, the more we can navigate with grace through difficult situations. We know how we react in difficult situations. We know why we react and then we can move forward. So um, mindset and resilience, especially important during these times as well, because as we just talked about, mindset is the most important thing. If we're not having our mind set correctly, then it's going to be very difficult to navigate next. So mindset comes first in this specific time and then we can kind of get tactical and go down into what can I do in order to manage my day and my time and my life. And yeah, so um, the peak performance method and then also the adapted version to the peak performance method for, for working from home is really, really powerful. And I want you to start thinking about exactly these specific steps um, when you are working from home. So we said the basic needs dimension obviously is how to start your day, how to end your day and how to get ready for work and create a dedicated workspace and then also how to transition from work to home. So that's all part of the basic needs dimension. And then the second part, the second part of the model is the work dimension. And when we are adapting that to our home model and to the model that we're all currently living in, then we're talking about how to start your workday, how to set yourself up for success, right? Um, how to, when to check emails, when to set up your first meetings, when to start your workday, how to create and communicate your working hours. That's really important. When you're working from home, you have to communicate when are you starting to work and when are you finishing work. Mark this clearly on your calendar. Leave it in the email footer. Put out of office notifications in your email system. There's all these amazing things that are really helping you to manage that. And then what is part of the work dimension as well, of course, is how do you create regular breaks throughout your day in order to stay productive? If you are working three hours, four hours, five hours, six hours, maybe for two or three or four days in a row, your body and your mental health is, your body and your mental just kind of capacity is completely overloaded. So it is really important that you are getting out there and you are taking a break because it is so easy to jump from one meeting to the next. Just sit on the same place, the same chair for a couple of hours and it's really unhealthy and sometimes we have these really amazing productive days right maybe for a day or two days you're like whoa I've been so so productive and there are so many amazing things that are going on right now and then all of a sudden the next day you're like wiped out no energy feeling super unproductive feeling super unmotivated ask yourself the question be really honest with yourself have you taken enough breaks throughout the day the answer most of the times is probably no. And that is when your body is taking it back. When your body is saying, hey, stop, this is way too much. I am completely overloaded and I need a break. You might feel symptoms of getting sick, right? Your immune system is impacted because if you're constantly in that stress state and you're constantly um, producing a lot of high volumes of cortisol, your body needs to slow it down. And if you don't do it actively, your body is going to do it for you. Um, and then you will have a longer recovery time. So why not 
put these um, regular breaks on your schedule on a daily basis to prevent you from overloading yourself at the end of the week and then needing your whole weekend to get back to your peak performance, which is what so many of us are doing right now, right? We are work, we are in meetings all day long, we are working at night, and then during the weekend we are so exhausted that we are not really doing anything and we are probably still working. So I want to challenge that. Don't work like that. This is not the new normal and this is not how a successful life looks like. Absolutely not. I have been really intentional about taking big breaks last week because I've been doing so many trainings. I am on a lot. I have done so many, you know, I have so many interactions with people at the moment. Emails, I have to schedule all of it. I'm doing it all by myself. I don't have a personal assistant at the moment and it is really tiring. So what did I do? Here's what I did. Every day I did a two hour break, either at the end of the day to transition from work to home, even while working from home, by going out, exercising, listening to a podcast on my walk with my dogs or going for a run with my girlfriends. What else did I do? I went snowshoeing for two hours one day. I went running for one and a half hours one day. Um, I always go outside. I said that before. I always go and I go for a walk at least for 20 to 30 minutes. Um, and on Friday last week, I didn't book anything because I needed a day to clean all of the things up that I needed to clean up after a week of giving 12 trainings to 200 people. And if people are asking me for my availability, I'm telling them I'm not available on Friday. I'm already completely booked out. I don't have to tell them that I'm not doing specifically trainings um, for a day. Um, obviously, sometimes that's a little bit harder to manage, especially when people have access to our calendars. I know that in Google, for example, people can see into each other's calendars. Just block the time. Create that time for yourself and be really strict about your own boundaries that you need that time in order to breathe and organize yourself and feel accomplished as well. Because if we're just hustling, 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 then it is really hard to, to stop. So um, that was really helpful. And honestly, I was almost surprised by the end of the week um, by how much energy was still left because I had planned my week extremely well. I had taken all of the breaks that I needed to take, that my body needed in order to really um, refresh itself day after day to keep on going. And I, of course, want to keep on going. I have another 12 training scheduled for this week. I am starting to fill up my, my calendar for next week as well. Um, today and yesterday, I've been feeling a little bit more cyclish. And so my question mark is, what have I been doing over the last couple of weeks that maybe hasn't really fed into my self-care? <laughs> and the easy answer is, is that I'm having a puppy at the moment of 10 weeks that is not really letting me sleep. And I know that if my sleep is impacted, it impacts my whole day. It impacts how I'm feeling um, because I am such a highly sensitive person and I needed to be quiet. And if a puppy is waking me up, every morning at 6.15, as soon as there's the first sunlight, no matter if I have a blanket draped over his crate or not, um, then it is challenging for me. I haven't decided, um, you know, by myself of how long I want to sleep. And so sleep is really important. Um, and let me tell you why. Because when we are in the, when we're sleeping, there's a lot of melatonin that is produced, right? The sleep hormone and our 
Sleep hormone is responsible for depoisoning our body of stress hormones. So it re reduces and removes cortisol. It removes adrenaline. It helps us recover. That's why sleep is so important. That's why I went to bed at eight o'clock last night because I was like, I need sleep. <laughs> if, if I have to wake up at 6.15 in the morning to take care of my puppy, well, then I just need to go to bed even earlier to make sure that I'm getting the amount of hours in that I need in order to feel recharged and refreshed. And look at me. I think it's almost four o'clock um, this Tuesday. And I'm feeling much better because I am so conscious about the breaks that I'm taking, about the work that I'm putting on my calendar and about the things that I need to get done. So I really invite you to be more mindful of all of the things that I just mentioned to you, to transition really from work to home in a mindful way. Um, and at the same time, be really mindful of what kind of input you let in at the moment. And I promise you that if you are shifting your mindset to the things that you can control and you are maybe more mindful of the peak performance method in the sense of how do you structure your home life and your work life even when you are being at home, then you will find back that motivation. You will feel better, you will feel more productive and then, and then you will master this crisis because it's not the first time that you have to master a crisis. And we cannot focus on the things that we cannot control because it is keeping us in a numb state. It is keeping us spending a lot of time and energy on things that we have no power over. So let's focus on the things that you can control and that you can master. And um, yeah, I hope that, you know, this episode was a little bit different than my other episodes. And honestly, I've been trying to be more natural and more authentic in my podcast episodes as well, because because that's who I am and um, it is hard to always be perfect. And I've given, I've received the feedback from my own sister that she feels like I, I need to be more authentic um, in order for my audience to see who I really am. And, you know, I feel like today I'm so tired <laughs> um, that I am the person that I am today. And I just want to be, you know, authentic with you and honest with you. And I'm having my challenges and um, I'm having periods where I feel tired and where I need to drink tea with lemon, <laughs> tea with lemon and tea with honey in order to protect my voice. Um, but it's all an exciting moment and period at the moment and it really depends on how we're looking at things. So I invite you to look at this the same way I am trying to look at this as a huge opportunity for us to grow in the ways that maybe we don't even know yet, but that will open up to us as we walk this path, as we walk this new journey. And um, if you want to learn more, if you want to have more input, if you want to be part of anything, if you want to come to my trainings, if you want to be part of the group coaching especially, I would love to see you there. It's always wonderful to have my podcast guests um, join my sessions because I don't know who you are um, and I would love to meet you. I would love to interact with you, hear what's working for you and hear what's resonating with you so so come by say hi and if you found this podcast episode helpful I would really 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 appreciate it if you would leave me a five-star review on iTunes and leave me a comment tell me what's working for you and what you find helpful and um, yeah and if you find this podcast helpful 
um, and you find this episode maybe particularly helpful, then share it with somebody. Share it with somebody that you care about. Share it with somebody that needs to hear this message and that needs to stop worrying and spending time and energy on things that they cannot control and invite them to shift their mindset to something so much more powerful, so much healthier and um, so much more fun than staying stuck in that fear state. So thank you so much, my dear friends. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you and um, I hope that you are well. I hope that your family is well and I hope to see you next week, same time, same place. So take care of yourself with gratitude, Julia. Mm -hmm.